Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. sung and said and we have a lot more children in the building this week and they look tired already so wake up children <laughs> I know my, my grandma was the pastor she used to always say wake up those are the worst two words in church I ever heard in my life <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> amen uh, I'm still in the the vein of Thanksgiving however I can't I'll never leave that because Last year, we, 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 we talked about thanks living, living a whole life of thanks. So you never come out of the Thanksgiving season. Matter of fact, it's not a season in all things. Come on, give thanks. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus, right now. Father, bless your word. It is already blessed. Let it fall on good ground. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Somebody shout amen. amen. Talking about Christmas today. So excited. Christmas season. We should be the most excited people in the entire world, the believers. This is our holiday. This is our week. This is our Sunday. That's right. For every believer, we should be extra excited because just for a moment, if not just but for a day, the whole world has to stop and consider what they feel and think about our God. This is the only holiday with the whole world, December 25th in London, Africa, Australia, Zimbabwe, Switzerland, Indonesia. Everybody got to say, oh, yeah, that's the, even if you don't believe in God, you got to think about it. You got to acknowledge somebody is something about Jesus. It got to be something about him. How could you not believe in him? The whole world stops and acknowledges the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ, Son of the living God. When I think of Christmas, I think of Isaiah 49. And this is our scripture. This has been our theme scripture for, well, we've been on the scripture for a minute. But it says, remember not the former things. This is what I think of when I think of Christ being born. Remember not the former things. Neither consider the things of old. Because behold, good God, I I need y'all early today. I ain't doing too much teaching today. I will do a new thing. Good God. We declared at the top of this year that all things will be new. I said, God told me this year all things new. Who knew that the pandemic would make all things new? But listen, I'm going to jump to the end of the sermon before I even get into it. Just because newness doesn't come in a way you don't like, it doesn't mean it ain't new or it doesn't mean it ain't God. Sometimes God doing a new thing can be through a pandemic. Uh-oh. So, so he's doing a new thing. And I always talk about this at Lib, but I'm going to go into it again. The the scriptures before this, you don't see it. This is Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19. But verses 15, 16, 17, God is like, I made, I did this. The water stood up and you walked through on dry ground. I did this. He's telling the children of Israel, remember, not not remember, but he's going down almost like his resume. I'm the God that brought you out with a mighty hand, the ground, and and Pharaoh. And then he says, forget all that though. 
Remember not the former things. So I want y'all to get it in your spirit. When God says to forget the past, he's not just talking about the toxic past. Wrong side. No problem. I got my family over here. When, when, when God is saying forget what's behind, he's not just talking about the pain and the losses. He's even talking about the successes and the victories and the things you enjoy. It's quiet over here. So whether you enjoyed it or not, it's hard to receive new when you're holding on to former. Are y'all hearing me? Whether you love it or hate it, let it go so God can do a... Somebody scream, new thing! If you're ready for new, say new things! I don't know about you, but after the year we had, I'm ready for new things. I don't care what package it comes in. I don't care what way it comes. Any way you bless me, I'll be. After the year we had, who's ready for new? Every hand should be. I see the baby hand up over there because that's a wise baby. Look like it's about four months old. How old is that baby? No, that, not you, the baby. One month. One year. How about the one holding it? Six? Hey, I'm six. I'm not a baby. Bless you both in the name of Jesus. Let's bless them, y'all, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> hey, bro. Six. Jordan rings. New things God is about to do in your life. I'm trying to get y'all excited. I feel like Flavor Flav, the hype man in here, because y'all ain't getting hype yet. I said God is about to do something brand new in your life. And it's so new, he's instructing you to forget what was before. Because I can't build this new thing on your old memories. I can't build this new thing on your old ways. It's so brand spanking new. It's so fresh. Your old ways can't handle it. I can't put new wine in old wine skins. Tell your neighbor, get ready for new. Ready to go. Ready to flow. Ready for new. Like it's straight out the stuff. You already know. I'm ready for more. The old is through. I'm in mean, Papa's new bag and still got the tax and you know that it's new. All right, so look. It's a new song I got. I'm sorry about that. I'm hyped. I'm excited. I'm excited. Anyway, new things. It's a new song, sorry. Stop. Don't, they don't know the song. <laughs> new things. Forget old successes. Things that worked before can cripple you in this new season. I'm trying to help you all. If you are married to what was, you will divorce what will be. You will forfeit what can be. Oh, no, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, hallelujah, Samson killed a thousand men with a jawbone of an ass. 
It's not even a thousand people in here, I don't think, but it might be just a thousand. If all y'all attack me, it's over. I'm dying after the third person. Samson killed a thousand men with the jawbone of a donkey after God gave him victory over the enemy with the jawbone. He didn't memorialize the jawbone. Some of y'all will put the jawbone in a plaque. See, because God did this 1976. This is what he did for me. Everybody that come up in my house going to see that. We memorialize his way. But you have to worship him. Not just the way he did something. Because he might do something else, another He did it that way last season. It doesn't mean that's all there is to him. God never runs out of new things. I said your God never, y'all not excited yet. Your God never runs out of new things. Somebody scream, no! <laughs> He's not done. Yes, I did great things, but don't remember that. I did amazing. I'm not done being amazing to you. Receive that, Tim. Receive that, Brandon. Receive that, BJ. God is saying to you, I'm not done being wonderful to you. You're not done being amazed at me. You're not done being shocked at how I do it. I got so many ways to do so many different things. You think you can box me in? Are you crazy? I'll come through your pastor. I'll come through your manager. I'll come through your sister. I'll come through your enemy. I'll come through your friend. Watch out. I'm not done being amazing. I got more amazing things to do, so I don't need you to anchor me in the last amazing thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. She says, I'll do a new thing. Now shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? You see that? Shall you not know it? In other words, you can miss it. I'm going to get y'all early because I'm trying to get done in the next 10 minutes. Why do I always say stuff like that? <laughs> Ushers, get her out of here. She said, we don't know. <laughs> Watch this, y'all. I will even make a way. <laughs> in the wilderness I, I, I will put rivers <laughs> in a desert in other words I can do the unheard of I can do the unspeakable I can do the unthought of now unto him I'm about to run who is able to do exceeding abundantly Above all, you can ask, I like this part, or think. Whatever you can think about it, God can very surpass it. Okay. Watch this, y'all. I'm about to take a turn. Yeah, ask or think. Ain't that good? I could do way more than you can ask. You know how you, uh, you, know how you tailor or taper your... You're ask, because your thoughts might be too crazy. Let me not ask for the car and money. And, and let me just ask if I can go to the mall. 
Let me not say, let me go to the mall, go to the movies, and pick up my friends, and use your car, and could I have the company car? That's, I'm thinking that, but that's too much. Let me bring it in and just ask for the car. You know how you bring your ask in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God said whether you can ask it or I can surpass it. Here's the hard truth. Here's the hard truth that I found. But Darius, I found out that I don't have to take you out of the wilderness to make a way in it. I'm about to you, you walk with me. Walk with me. You're walking with me? God doing a new thing to us is changing everything around us. To me, if you're going to do a new thing, everything going to look different. The sky going it's still the wilderness. Oh, yeah, it's still the desert. But I can put rivers. <laughs> rivers of water. Water satisfies. You can be satisfied in a drought. What I'm saying is, look for God where you are. Your manager or supervisor doesn't have to have a change of heart and start being kind to you. But you can find rivers in his attitude. Uh-oh. You, 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 you feel what I'm saying? Your fa you, things don't have to change for God to make it new. Your spouse can still get on your nerves, but he'll make a way in that wife. I mean wilderness. You're so adamant about that life changing that you don't see the river in that desert. You're so adamant about that becoming new. Change, change, change. And God says, leave the wilderness the wilderness. Look for me in chaos. Don't look for me to end chaos. Look for me in bars. For the coast to be clear, Peter, come out on the water. The storm didn't stop. Peter didn't say, well, Jesus, I walk on the water. First of all, it's scary to walk on water. That's number one. Can you admit that? Number two, it's a tsunami, my friend. Can you stop the tsunami? No. Your storm don't stop. God's calling on your life. I'm about to run now. Your problem does not cancel what God is calling you to do. Even if it's raining and storming in your life, if God says come, you better do it. Because in his word is the ability to do it. God's word hit different, y'all. God's word hit different. It's alive. He's alive. When you speak the word, in the, in the sentence lies the power to perform it. God's word is not just information. It's impartation. I heard my friend Darius Daniel say today, you don't just need a prophet to speak over your life. You need Jesus to give you power to do the word over your life. Are y'all hearing me? So when you read the word of God, it's not just information and historical facts. You mess around and come to life in your spirit. 
Because with every letter, every sentence, every chapter, every book, you're getting the power to do just what you read. So the new thing is in you. Mary. Good morning, Mary. All y'all Mary. The first thing Jesus changed was Mary. From the inside. She got pregnant and didn't even have intercourse. Jesus changed her whole life from the inside. Before I save your world, I save you. Y'all quiet. Y'all looking for new things on the outside. But Jesus was birthed. The first thing he changed was Mary's appetite. The next thing he changed was how Mary looked. The next thing she changed was how Mary walked. He's changing you before he changes things. Renovation. That's what it is. Mary went through a renovation. You'll never get the new thing. If you skip the first step. It's got to be new in me first. You can't expect more money on your job or new, new, new. You ain't getting new unless you're new on the inside. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Most people don't receive new because they don't change on the inside. Whenever there's, I gotta go. Whenever there's an announcement over your life, you're gonna be blessed. The proclamation is for preparation. We did a series called Prep School. This is what I was talking about. When God says things over your life, you're going to have a baby in his name, so we call Jesus. Hey, wait, wait. Well, I don't even know a man. Get ready for it. Prepare for it. When you know you're about to carry something different, your diet has to change. Your intake has to change. It's quiet to this side. Y'all want another Christmas story? Uh, okay, love came down, y'all. Jesus loved us so much that he, God loved, all right, we, uh, hey. We, before Jesus came, we got the word he was coming. And you got the word so you can prepare ye the way of the Lord. What are you doing to prepare for new? Everybody shout, new is coming, new, new. Gee, what are you doing to make way? If me and my wife and I get in a disagreement, we've been married 23 years, so it's like, the, oh, thank you. Didn't even think you clap over that thing, so I didn't think you going to clap. If my wife and I have a disagreement after 23 years, it's going to be like a familiar spirit that comes up. All right, I know how it is. He get all, uh, she get all. Uh, I know how it is. Let me handle it this way. You almost can roll your eyes in your spirit because you know how this goes. After 23 years, it's like, oh, you got a best friend? 10 years, oh, here he go. Here she go. So you just kind of like know how it's going to go when there's a disagreement or an offense. He ain't going to call me back for two days. He ain't going to. In those wildernesses, look for a way. My wife and I had a disagreement, and I, I said uh, this week, 
And I stepped back. I stepped out the familiar and said, I can approach this differently. And the first thing I had to do, ladies and gentlemen, was humble myself. What if new things came in the package of humility? Myself. She talking to me like that. She didn't, but I'm saying you could think that. We have very quiet disagreements. Well, baby, oh, my, uh, 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 uh. Don't let the voice rise. Don't do that. Bosses don't raise their voice. You come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding, asking me for favors. You don't raise your voice. You need to don. You, 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 <laughs> Austin, you want to go to the mall, you didn't even clean your room. <laughs> Do that and I'll give you the keys, it's simple. We ain't got to argue, you ain't even clean your room. Don't come to me, I, we ain't, hey. You didn't even clean your room. <laughs> so we don't raise our voices, but in those familiar moments where I know, uh, uh, and that little static is there, and that little electricity, and that little anxiety is there, like, <laughs> I just step back like, ho, 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 I love her, she loves me. Okay, boom, let's start there. She loves me, I love her. I don't wanna hurt her, I know she don't wanna hurt me. Okay, something in our thoughts is causing, okay, okay, okay. So God, make a way in this wilderness. I need to see a river in this desert. I wanna see a new way to respond to this thing. And the way we responded was I am so in love with this woman, I can't, we grew closer after we responded differently because we found a way in the wilderness and we found rivers in the desert. But you have to look for it to receive it. If everything will be as it was before, former things, it's going to end up the same way it is now. Don't respond the same. I'm the man of the house. I'm the husband. She's supposed to submit. All of those thoughts was like, puff me up. I'm the king of this house. You don't, hey, you, ha. All those thoughts puff me up. So I looked for the new way and was like, Psh. Hey, babe. What if we, what, what's on your, what if we, what if we tried, let's consider, because I love her. Some of y'all have conversations with people like you don't care if it's the end. And you can walk away and leave my life forever. You don't say that, but that's your vibe. Like you just all, oh, they're like, yo, so what, you know? It's like, yo. That's the wilderness and that's the desert, I get it. But God doesn't always change those arguments, I mean sceneries, to do something new in it. And the only way God can do something new and something you're used to is for you to look for him differently in the same things. He didn't say I'll change the deserts into rivers. I'll put rivers We're running from deserts looking for new things. And the new thing is in. The thing that irritates you, it's in. The thing that irks you, it's in. The thing that gets on your nerves, it's in. The thing you don't enjoy, it's in. The thing you don't get nothing out of. Desert means drought. All right, all right. 
Because of the same thing, Herod was not excited about the announcement that Jesus or a Savior was born. Because of the same thing. Because Jesus, I was going to call the sermon today, Don't Be Herod. But I don't know what I'm calling it now. I'm just talking to y'all for the next couple minutes because I already said 10 minutes and it's 10 minutes right now. So let me just end this. Jesus is born. Word got out that a savior is born. Rome gets disrupted. King Herod's like, oh, okay, so uh, uh, how old is he now? I don't know. He probably right between. He put out a decree. Good God almighty. He put out a decree that all two-year-old boys and younger should be killed. You can go to the next scripture. (laughs) For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. Who is us? The believers. We've been waiting on a savior for years. We've been waiting on change for years. We've been waiting on something new for years. Now he's here. He is here. We celebrate what it means. That's why us as believers, we celebrate Christmas, not just Easter or Resurrection Sunday. The purpose was Resurrection Sunday. Right? But the process started when he was born. That's why we make a big deal out of Christmas. He ain't even old enough to save us yet. But just the fact that he's born is a sign enough to me that God will do just what he says. And live, like I said a couple of weeks ago, you got to learn to praise him at the beginning of a thing. Not just when he dies, but he's born. Not just when he sheds blood, but he's here. If God is faithful enough to keep that promise, he's faithful enough to keep them all. So it's not just that he's born. Savior is born. Herod loses it. He's like, oh my God, let me just flow. He loses it. All two-year-old baby boys kill him. Now, is Herod scared of children? No. King Herod is not afraid of two-year-old boys, but he knows there's a word out. there's a word out over one of them boys' life. And you know when there's a word out, it might be the real Jesus or it might be people believing they are. So let's just kill all of them. Anybody trying to do right or just in case it's the the one himself, let's kill all two-year-old boys. And I want you to know when there's a word over your life, you could get attacked at any stage. When there's a word over your life, you can get attacked at any stage of your life. Two-year-old boy, he's not even old enough to, to speak his own word that he is. I don't care. At any stage, you can get attacked because the enemy is petty and he's puny and he's a punk and he's scared. He don't even want you to come into who you're supposed to be. He don't even want you to step into your purpose because he knows that once you get your head together, once you get your heart together, once you get your life in order, it's in trouble. The kingdom of darkness is in trouble because when I've got my head on right and when I'm trusting God and walking in my purpose, the devil should be scared because I ain't nothing to play with when I'm in my calling. I ain't nothing to play with when I'm walking in my purpose. Tell your neighbor, I ain't nothing to play with. Of course he's scared. You ain't nothing to play with. He don't want you walking in your calling and in your gift. You're a threat to the kingdom of darkness. If you're receiving any kind of attack today, congratulations, you're a threat. You've graduated to a threat. 
Either you're walking in something new or there's a new word over your life. Somebody somewhere is praying for you. You're getting attacked. Somebody is hoping you make it. You're getting attacked like that. The enemy will attack you at any stage when there's a word over your life. I ain't even got the business yet. I don't even know the business name. Bow, 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 bow. I'm not even married. I'm not even dating. Bow, 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 bow. I don't even have my thing. I don't even have. It's not even happening yet. At, any, at the infant stage, you get grown-up attacks. So it'll never happen. But somebody scream, it's too late! It's already happening. <laughs> I said, it's already happening. I'm already taking steps towards my victory. It's too late. It's already happening. I'm like the ten lepers. I'm already taking steps towards my healing. It's too late. It's already happening. I'm already taking steps in my purpose and in my vision. It's too late. <laughs> I love it. He's doing it right now. It's not just a baby to us. It's a savior. Attacks come because of the word. Let me give you all these points and then I'm going to leave. Stop. Just talk. Even though you're under attack and you're anointed and you're gifted, you know you got purpose over your life and God is with you, you got to be wise and willing to move differently during your attack season. Okay. Follow me for two more minutes. On this point. King Herod is killing all baby boys. Joseph hides Jesus in Egypt. Still believing he's the savior of the world. Still believing he's the great I am. But I got to be wise with how I move in this season. Same thing happened with Pharaoh and Moses. A deliverer is born. Kill all the boys. Throw them to the gators. Moses' mom was like, I got to be wise. I know he caught up, but I got to be wise. I got to hide him. You got to be willing to pull back in your attack season. You might not be as visible, but you'll be protected. Stop trying to be so visible and you know you're under attack. You're offending. You're mouthing off online. Hide! Run for cover. You got to be willing to move differently when you're under attack. Don't be so prideful because you're anointed and you're gifted and you know, fall back. The Bible says when Herod died, they left Egypt. Your attackers will die. Your enemy going to fade. But you got to be wise during your attack season. Fall back. I don't hang up. Well, we can't now too much, but you know, Orlando pretty much still open. But anyway. I can't move. I can't move like I used to before I've been attacked. My mind is going through different warfare than when I was in college and hanging with y'all. I got to pull back. I got to hide for a season until Herod dies, until the warfare in my mind dies, until I know her. I got to hide Moses in the river until the warfare passes. I can't continue to engage myself with you. I can't continue to hear your opinion. I can't continue to hear your thoughts. I can't continue to laugh and play with you. I'm under attack. I gotta move differently and I can't be ashamed about it. I'm hiding. I'm not as visible because I'm protecting what I'm about to birth. I'm not as visible 
because I'm a bundle. Hey, I gotta protect what I'm about to birth. And since I know I got something greater in me, I can't continue to play around with former things. God is trying to do new things in my life, and I gotta hide it, I gotta protect it. I can't afford to be exposed in my attack season. It ain't fun. You're not popular. You ain't going viral when you're hidden. But you got to be willing to move differently. The Bible says that attacks come because of the word. And now Christ is born. They come back. And here's the problem. It's not that a savior is born. Thank y'all for coming. Here's my closing. Here's my closing. It's not that a Savior is born. We love that. Oh, my sins. Ooh, forgiven. I'm not going to hell. Thank God for Jesus. Ooh, there you go. Somebody say, thank God for Jesus. Savior is born. We love that. A son is given. We love that. The government. Oh, the government shall be upon his shoulders. That's where Herod was like, oh. So this baby is coming to disrupt systems? I, I, they got me over here. Let me see if y'all got me over here. Herod said, ho, 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 ho. This baby is coming to disrupt what I established? Y'all with me? That's where the problem comes with Jesus. Because he didn't come to partner with any kingdom. He didn't come to team up with Caesar in Rome. He didn't come to partner with the flesh. I mean Rome. He didn't come to partner with your flesh. He came to take over. He didn't come to take sides. He came to take over. He didn't come to partner with kingdoms. He came to establish his. The government... Government here, I mean, you can play, Joe. Government means direction, control, or management. Amongst other things, government means direction, control, management. Shoulders represent the place of burden or responsibility. I know you got a lot on your shoulders. That, that means it's your burden, you got to do it. A burden is something you have to do. And it's your responsibility. So essentially, this scripture is saying, it is Christ's burden to direct our lives. The management of our lives is Jesus' responsibility. Christ is responsible for how we manage and direct our thoughts. Our intentions, our minds. It's supposed to be by and through him. And that's what everybody hates. I, can, I want Jesus to save me from my sins because I know I'm a mess up. But your way is the way. Uh, we love God, but his way, that Jesus, it, it's, it's, something, it's something about that. Because even one week before his crucifixion, they were crying, Hosanna! 
Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. They were throwing palms in front of the donkey. They were throwing their clothes. This is the one. This is the Messiah. Here he is. Seven days later. Seven days later, they were screaming, crucify him. Because he didn't do things my way. I thought you was going to come, tear down Rome, tear down Caesar. Yeah, yeah, we hear the Jews up in this piece. Now, Caesar, you thought you was bad, Rome. Nah, he didn't come from Rome. He came from Jerome. <laughs> Jerome and a ha, 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 watch him out. That's who he came for. You didn't come to change things. You came to change me. Man, give us Barabbas. We thought you was going to overthrow Caesar. You're saying things like, give to Caesar what Caesar's. Render unto Caesar. What, what you mean? Man, give us Barabbas. What do you want? A known robber and thief? Or this man who's done nothing wrong? Give me my flesh. Give me my weaknesses. Give me my thoughts. Give me my dysfunctions. Give me my sins. Give me all the things that are dysfunctional because I'd rather do that than write. And that's not bad enough to say give us Barabbas. That's horrible. Here's the worst part, babe. Well, what shall I do with him? Crucify him. Silence the voice that encourages me to do right. I don't even want him alive in jail for the rest of his life. Can't silence that voice. Because every time I'm trying to do my thing, there's a baby in Bethlehem screaming righteousness. Every time, I, I feel like Herod, shut that voice up. I'm trying to do my thing, but I hear now, do right, I love you. Shut that baby up. Do not mute the screams of the baby. That baby is screaming righteousness, do right, live right, be good. And we try to silence that voice just like Herod. As much as we suck our teeth and shake our heads at those people that said crucify him, we probably would have been one of the ones. Here it is, a new thing. The new thing I promised you, Israel. And Israel said crucify him. The priest, the elders, the bi bishop, bishop, not the not the, the bishop, Ella, Ella, Ella Williams, crucify him. Oh my God! Why? Because the government is on his shoulders. He runs things. Why is it that we move with the changes of our national government? We all in church right now with mask on. I got you. We just want to stay safe. We got you. But we're just obeying the government. No shade. Keep it on. God bless you. Stay healed. But we're just following the jurisdiction of our national government while we ignore the kingdom government. Our ways is on his shoulders. <laughs> our deliberation, our direction is up to him. And he shall be called wonderful. You will always wonder how he keeps doing it. 
That's good news. You are all, he's wonderful. He's full of, oh, how did he do it? Look at you here in December after a pandemic. Oh, how did he do it? Look at you here in your right mind during all this racial injustice. And, oh, how does he keep my mind in perfect peace? How does he keep joy in my heart? He's full of wonder. He's wonderful. All praises be to the King of kings and the Lord our God He is wonderful all praises be to the King of kings yeah! and the Lord Say, He is wonderful Everybody stand and we're going home. Stand to your feet.
Christ being born is God giving a new thing. Christ, what's up, Kenny? I love you, bro. Before you walk, I know you're visitors. We're about to leave in a few minutes. We don't like too much walking. It's a distraction. I promise another three minutes, I'm done. Thank you all so much. Christ being born is God giving a new thing. That new thing disrupted the whole world. Now we got to take sides. Do we believe or do we not? This new thing coming into your life is going to cause you to say, do I trust him or do I not? While we're excited about new things because it looks like shoes to us or a house or keys, new things is new thoughts that will challenge the ones you have and the ones you established for years. God giving you new things is new ways that you established for you. You became this way to protect you. Now you're trying to rip my gates down. You got to trust that he knows what's best because he's not just wonderful, y'all. Oh, they put the scripture down. He's counselor. Oh, I'm about to leave. Just give me. Counselor. We forgot that part. We just like wonderful savior. Wonderful savior. Oh, he's a wonderful savior. Yo, he's counselor. He's the dude you go to like, what should I do? Because I feel like punching them straight in their jaw. What do I do? Because I feel like snapping. I got a gun. We, we don't do that. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We praise you, Jesus, for peace. Peace. Because the last one is Prince of Peace. <laughs> Prince of Peace is the last one. But, yo, let's not skip this. I was going to go through all these, but we're going home. Counselor, I want to leave you with that. Christ is not just your savior. He's your counsel. He's your advisory board. He's in the deliberation room. What do we think about this thoughts? What do we think about this thoughts? He's the one that says, anger, be quiet. Bitterness, wait, let me talk. Hold on, offense, sh sh shut up. Shame, shut up. Lust, just shut up for a second. Violence, let me talk. Jesus is the counselor. Let him counsel you this week. Not just the baby is born and we're saved from our sins. That was an easy sermon to preach. I was going to preach that. And we all could have been like, woo, the Savior is born. The Savior... What does the Savior represent? How can we shout and praise so much that the Savior is born, but not realize he's saving us from our own ways? So if he's Savior for real, let him save you from you. Let's not be Herod and try to muzzle or silence the crying baby. Let's let that baby counsel us in Jesus' name. Live, I challenge you to respond differently. You're going to have the same desert this week. You're going to have the same wilderness, the same arguments, the same disagreements, the same people irking you. Everything will be the same, but you can be new. In the desert, you can find a river. In the wilderness, you can find a way. Look at your neighbor and say, let's find a way this week. Let's find a different way this week. Not in your own strength. Let the counselor direct you. Marriage counselors. Let him counsel your marriage before you go to a therapist. You already have the counselor. You already have the counselor. You already have the counselor. So let me pray for you as you leave because I promise you three minutes.
the Savior is born. What does that mean? He's not saving you from your job. He's not saving you from your boss. He's not saving you from people you don't like. He's saving you from not liking them. Yes! That's good. Why do you not like them? Why do you not love them? You don't have to enjoy their company, but why do you not? You understand what I'm saying? Man, find a river in the desert. Find a way in the wilderness. Father, we thank you because there's always a way. Always got a way out. Always got a way out. I always got a way out. Always got a way out. Always got a way out. Anything that I go through. Always got a way out. He gonna always see me through. Always got a way out. Anything that I go through. Always got a way out. He gonna always see me through. Always got a way out. Anything that I go through. Always got a way out. He gonna always see me through. Always got a way out. Anything that I go through. Always got a way out. He gonna always see me through. Always got a way out. Thank you for a way in the wilderness, Lord. We don't have to be confused because I always got a way This week, we don't have to be stressed because I always got a way This week, we don't have to be frustrated because I always got a way This week, we look for the new way out in Jesus' name. Clap your hands for Jesus, everybody. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.